just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome back to another week of Obviously Isolating, where we are coming to you in our homes during isolation. You are joined this week, as you are every week, by sushi hater, B. Thompson, mango enthusiast, Libby Dunlop. Hi, guys. And cookies and cream lover, Bella Colwell. Oh, hello. Yeah, that's <laughs> it when you say hi. I just feel like we've done cookie. I'm like... I was less impressed with that because I've already, we've already She's been shaming big intro. <laughs> we might have people, you know, joining the podcast that might have not come through all the episodes because it is kind of that kind of podcast where you can drop in and drop out as you please. That's true. We don't recommend it. Listen to all. But if <laughs> you can. Anyway, how are we all coping this week in isolation? Yeah. Look, I'm getting a bit over it. I'm not going to lie. Sorry to sound yeah. a bit pessimistic. You're not alone. Libby? (laughs) Um, Look, I'm good, I think. Like we had Anzac Day this weekend, was able to sort of celebrate with with my housemates, which was super nice, Um, though had a weird moment. You know how there was that thing going around where everyone was paying tribute to the Anzacs by standing outside on their, you know, driveway or balcony at 6 in the morning because we couldn't go to the Dolan service? I had all good intentions. I totally set my alarm to do it. The alarm went off. I looked out my window. I saw one guy on my street looking at standing outside. Everyone else wasn't. And I was like, not today. Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, no. Did you guys get up? I got up and went and sat on the roof. You know, like everyone should do it. Actually, to to be honest, I didn't do it. Yes. And my mum actually did the same. She went back to bed. This makes us sound like terrible people, but it was actually quite lovely to see across all the socials, all these images, and people that brought out um, trumpets and violins and played the last post for people in their neighbourhoods. Just so beautiful. Yeah, no, it was really nice. And we were sitting, I mean, we were having dinner sitting um, outside and at six o'clock we could hear someone playing the bugle. Um, so, And we did actually end up just having a minute silence listening um, and then they played the, the last post. It was It was great. Oh, so you paid your respects in the afternoon. That's fine. We'll let we'll let it slide. As long as you pay your respects at any point, it all means the same. B, how right. about you? Um, I am well. Um, honestly, not a lot happening in isolation for me. I've done a lot of baking. Um, nothing really exciting. Yeah, sorry guys, don't have anything, don't have anything to, to, to do for you there. We did just um, see your um, interesting story that you popped up on the Instagram. I know oh, this will be yeah. a bit late to when we release this podcast, but people can go back into your, our highlights and see it, I'm sure. Yeah, if you're lucky to have caught that on the gram, I did uh, try my hand at some baking, tried to be sweet Libby. Don't know if I pulled it off. <laughs> tried. She, she pulled it off. She gets a tick of approval from me. Well, as you know, we are all currently stuck in isolation. So this week we are continuing our trot around Sydney's takeaway picks. And this week we decided to do Thai, which is a pretty, I would say a pretty, after pizza, I'd say it's quite a crowd favourite of ours. Yeah. Um, And also just kind of a crowd favourite of most Australians. I would say that there is a Thai restaurant in every single neighbourhood. Don't fact check me on that. 
but that like I feel that what do you guys think <laughs> well there is one um so my some of my family's from a small town um in rural New South Wales called Corindai and there is a Thai restaurant there so <laughs> yes, like out. even in the country like you go to Orange and they've got a Thai restaurant like actually I'm, I'm lying to you it's it's Chinese but they do Thai food Right. Okay. Oh, so I was about to say, Walgett doesn't have one, but it's got Chinese. Uh, oh, okay. Bella, I see a business opportunity there. <laughs> Just saying. Well, who wants to kick us off with where they ordered and what they got? I will. I will. Okay. You go, Liv's. That's yeah, good. So, is by far the most exciting. <laughs> so um, I kind of took the Thai brief and ran with it. I was uh, staying at um, my boyfriend's place, so I encouraged all his housemates to also go in with me, and we got Chin Chin takeaway. Got delivered oh. to us. So I think on Uber Eats you can get it delivered. Ooh, might be menu long. <laughs> anyway, you can get it delivered. Um, because we got a big we had a big group, we were able to get like a vast array of selection, which makes it super awesome. But the thing is when it arrived, the first impression was a bit like it looks a bit sparse. You know, you open the box and I think because it is that sort of like fine dining thing, you open the box and it was just like four sticks of broccolini and like in the in the noodle dish there was like three prawns and like we had six of us, like not really sure how you share that. Yeah, of course, because like, you know, in a normal thing it'd be kind of be packed full but like you said, it's fine dining so it's not yeah. exuberant, 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 I can't speak, you know what I mean. Exuberant? No. Yeah, I think that's the word, No. <laughs> Anyway, to to quickly jump back, um, obviously Chin Chin, well, not obviously, but Chin Chin is located in Surrey Hills, uh, close to my house, but the original one started in Melbourne. And it's, if you know it, you know it. It's got that iconic pink, hot pink bunny at the doorway. Um, Mm. it's, It's Southeast Asian fusion sort of stuff. But it was really delicious. I think for me, the highlights were definitely the roti. A bit expensive for roti, so eight fifty oh, for two pieces. I love pieces. a good roti. But, yeah, but yum, exactly right. So delicious. Roti is so good. Um, and the salt and pepper silken tofu. You know how I am about my tofu, gals, and it was stunning. It's kind of been all over my socials. I think the night that you ordered it, my sister and then someone else was also ordering it. Like I was like, okay, is this the chin chin evening? But it is <laughs> such a big deal because you know, they don't offer takeaway obviously until now. And it is so hard to get a booking there. So everyone's going a bit chin chin crazy, which is yeah. great. Yeah. It's such a good opportunity to be able to get these sort of like more fine dining places in your home. Like whenever would I ever go to chin chin? I wonder what the radius is. Like, does it deliver to um, the inner West? Or like the suburbs. I think it does. Definitely the, not coming to Beecroft, is it? Just to the in, some some areas of the inner west, but I don't think it goes as far as Balmain. Sorry, doll. Oh, that's sort of wide radius. I think you're right. I think it would just be inner city. Yeah, yeah. But also, Chinchin is not the kind of thing where it arrives. It's semi cold, and you chuck it in the microwave to heat up. So like, they kind of have to be <laughs> within a radius. Yeah, true. I know, but I think saying all that. The food itself, whilst I said it was sort of sparse, it still was super delicious. But mm. I think part of the thing about these nice restaurants is you go for the experience. You know, you go to have a nice drink while you're there and you go to get excited. Or And when it comes in just a plastic takeaway container, it's a bit meh. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel that. I feel you, but like, yes, you do go for the experience, but at the end of the day, you know, it's all the same food. So when it arrives, it still tastes delicious, even if it's arriving. In no, 
I completely disagree with you. I feel like the thing about like, and this is why I'm missing restaurants so much, is because eating is about the experience, about how it looks when it arrives, about the smells in things and noise going on in the kitchen. I mean, that's just me, perhaps. I'm such a person that loves going to the place. So I'm not sure if that's what let me down here, perhaps. Okay, fair. I really like that take on it because you're right. There's some food that you would just get takeaway and, you know, binge on your couch in front of the TV. And then there's food that you dress up and you make a night of and you go out and eat and you share that with people. Um, yeah. So that's actually a really interesting yeah, take on yeah. it, Lib. Thank, thanks for being here, Libby. Maybe you'll be <laughs> back here next week. Um, well, I feel like I'm going to go next because I feel like I waited last last time. Um, <laughs> so for those tuning in, I'm in the burbs, we decided, not the – hood and again I have a limited array of things to do takeaway from um but recently in Beecroft so about a year ago now Beecroft got renovated it was a really big deal we've got a Woolworths and we also got an array of new restaurants um one of them which is a Thai restaurant called Spoonful um they it's a really it's a really big restaurant it's the people there are so lovely and it's kind of become the new Beecroft local Um, So they are obviously offering takeaway during this time. I ordered, well, we ordered, my family and I, quite an array of dishes, kind of similar to you, Libby, so I'm not going to go into it bit by bit. We kind of got the usual entrees, mixed entree, and then we got the highlights, green chicken curry, chicken pad siu, beef masaman, and my personal favourite and something I'm slowly new to, coconut rice. How do we feel about that? To talk to me about coconut rice. I have been known on the podcast to not quite understand rice. (laughs) Well, essentially, I think it's just rice that's been cooked in some sort of coconut milk or cream, and it's it's basically a creamier rice. Sounds heavenly. It is heavenly. It it sounds – it makes you feel more guilty. Yeah, because it's so much sugar. (laughs) Oh, not not so much the sugar, I guess. So much fat, fat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rice converts to glucose straight away. Your body doesn't know that. You're correct. Rice is definitely not something we should be eating on a daily basis. Not white rice, for sure. Oh, it's the devil, white rice, honestly. It's the devil, but it tastes so good. No, it's the devil. Are you saying, like, it's the devil as in it's bad for you or it's the devil I would never eat it? Like, for me, sushi is the devil. It it can stay in the corner with Libby's thing that we left in the corner that time. (laughs) What? No, white rice is amazing. There is nothing like eating white rice. I have to, honestly. I'm going to second Libby on that one. White rice is so good, like stir fry, white rice, Thai, white rice. I want, I need, I feel really ganged up right now, but I know there's someone. I think we need to like put up another poll or something. Yeah, I'll get around it. Is it it, the question though, white rice versus brown rice? Because I'm not shitting on brown rice. I also think that's good. But white rice is better than no rice. I think this is the poll. I think the poll is white rice versus no rice. So that's the poll. That's the poll. Anyway, so, okay, well, I'm going to leave that white rice hate with you, appalled and shocked. I really enjoyed my meal. I I know we're going to come back to value for money, so I won't say anything about prices, but I do like the fact that these guys really give you a full container. It's not the small Tupperware containers. It's the quite large ones, which is probably probably for the same price as you get somewhere else. But I will come back to that later. But that's essentially my time takeaway night. Bella? Nice and simple. My area has like countless Thai places and I've quite literally ticked one off at a time. This one I like to get when I'm feeling like, you know, I feel like celebrating a little bit because it's quite expensive. 
So we'll get to that. But so blue ginger in Balmain, which is a Southeast Asian cuisine, and it is just the whole, like it's a place that you wouldn't really necessarily get a takeaway. You'd actually normally go there. But I was feeling like, you know what? I know their tie is amazing. I'm going to get it. Chicken pad thai. Chicken pad thai. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like free range chicken, all the flat noodles, all the sauces, not peanut butter. Um, it's got peanuts in it, yeah. Yeah, peanuts, all the good stuff. And sometimes when like I'm feeling like some extra veg, then I get them to put extra veg in it. Yum. <laughs> oh, Libby, you were throwing shade this evening. When I feel like extra veg, I get extra veg. <laughs> there is nothing better than there is nothing better than a super veggie pad thai. When you're just in the need for a bit of health, but you also want a bit of you know a, a bit, bit of, of yeah, a bit of a bit, yeah, a little bit of not, Bella. Exactly. I back that. I back that. Well, I guess that brings us to um, what would we what we would call order off the menu. Um, but obviously now we're in isolation. We're just doing value for money because we can't do mate or date or bougie or basic because we're not there. So I guess when it comes to Thai food, and uh, disagree with me if you will, it's it does vary place to place, but you kind of know what you're in for. You kind of, if you're going to order a chicken pad thai, you kind of know what it's going to be like. So I feel like an important thing is value for money when it comes to Thai food because. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do you see? Yeah. Okay. We agree. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to start off and say that I think mine is value for money based on what I said earlier about how the dishes are quite large. You're looking, so entree, you're looking at $9 which I know is a bit more on the expense side. And then mains, you're looking at $16, $17. Again, a bit on the expense side, but like I said, you're getting quite a lot. Whereas at another restaurant, you could pay the same, but get less. Secondly, I guess my bone to pick is why is Thai food sometimes so expensive? Like why am I paying $9 for four vegetarian spring rolls? Don't know. But I'm going to go with four out of five for mine. Oh, that's high. Oh. Very that high. Is high. Nice. Okay. Value for money for you. Fair enough. I'm happy with that. I feel like this section, when the three of us are doing it, it's just never going to work because we are all very different with. <laughs> You're right. It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder than us eating the same thing and then reviewing it because we're the only ones eating it. Yeah. But you just got to trust your gut, Bella. Just instinct. Just instinct, babe. I'm going to say, I'm going to start off with my chicken pad thai was 20 bucks. So. I don't know if I think that's expensive. That's expensive. Oh, I was gonna say I think it's reasonable, but okay. How big is the box? That's the thing. That's the thing. I agree with you, Libs, but I feel like it's it's just expensive in this area, and like same as anywhere close to the city is relatively expensive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, but you can go to Chat Thai in the middle of the city and get a pad Thai for twelve dollars. That's only specials. Only you can only get cheap Thai at lunch times. I know, but and if, on Monday. You know, if, if you're selling it at that price, then I now know that it's worth that price. And when you're trying to push it to me for 20 bucks, I feel gypped. That, that is the exact point. I completely agree with that point. That's why I always think Thai is strange because I'm like, I know I could get this at lunch or if I came here two hours ago, I would have got this at $15 and now you're charging me 21 bucks. What's the story? Okay, that's true. Okay, so Bella, do you think it's value for money then? I'm going to say yes, only because it's quite big. You can have it over two meals and also it's just the ch- – I don't know what it is, the chicken. It might be the actual chicken that they use, but it is, like, amazing chicken and worth every penny. So I'm going to say a 4.3 out of 5. Ooh, okay. 
God, you guys are so going so high. Anyway, yeah, well, you set the bar last week very high, Libby. So now I'm confused. Okay, and well, this is why I'm in this section normally because we're terrible with money. So, well, I'll bring it back for you. I um am a bit. It's a bit tricky. This one, as we said, it was ordering for six people. You know, it didn't look like much food, but we all did feel adequately filled afterwards. Thirty six dollars a head, though. And I wasn't, I wasn't bursting at the seams like you would expect with Thai. You have to put, like, take into consideration the high quality. But all three of the boys didn't get prawns. Bit upset about that. We didn't see the end of it. <laughs> so Wait, you guys decided that the boys were not allowed prawns? I think that all the girls just grabbed a prawn each and then there was only three and it was like, sorry. Um, so I'm going to have to go down the three out of five. I think that, okay. you know, I think that's even a bit high. For the takeaway option, but I think, Do you I'm, think going to, I'm going to stick to it. Three out of five. Three, three out of five. Yeah. And do you think your rating would be different if you were dining in? Hundred percent. Because I, I love the way that food looks when it arrives at a table. I like. I, I'm definitely giving points for value for money if they're pouring my water into my drink. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I am. I mean, no, I think you're right. I think it subconsciously makes a difference to your experience to then how you then taste and rate the food. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed completely. All right. That, that's sold. Okay. Done. I'm really happy with that, guys. I feel like we really spoke from the heart then. That brings us to our last section, food features or fails. Alrighty then, I'm going to kick us off. So I'm going to do a feature this week. If you've been following my journey, that makes you sound like an influencer. If you've been following, <laughs> you wish. Um, <laughs> if you had, shut up. If you have listened to last week's episode, then you would know that I am on this health cleanse thing, which will be ending soon. Thank goodness. And I, but a feature is I actually discovered this product called um coconut aminos I could be saying that wrong amino seasoning so it's like a it's like a paleo vegan thing and it's basically salty savory seasoning sauce made from the fermented sap of coconut palm and sea salt so it basically is used to replace soy sauce and I was a bit hesitant because I was like I feel like when things start replacing things it's 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 Grey waters, we don't know if it's going to go well. But basically, we used it on our salmon the other night and then we used it in a um, stir-fry the other night and it's actually great. It's very much like soy sauce but without all, like, the sugar and um, carbohydrates and salt, basically. There you go. I will not be trying that. Super feature. No, (laughs) I'm saying try it. It's really good. You can buy at Woolworths in the health food aisle. It's $10 for a bottle. Um, it's which is ten dollars for like a tiny bottle, isn't it? No, it's They're quite really a large small. bottle. Oh, okay. We've been using it for two weeks on quite a few stuff because you don't okay. need a lot okay. of it because it's like it's like soy sauce. You don't douse things in soy sauce, do you? I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe you do, but um, no, it's definitely a feature out there. If people are looking for healthier alternatives to put on in stir fries, fish, whatever you use soy sauce for. Well, also, it's a gluten-free alternative. So soy, Correct, soy sauce gluten-free. generally isn't always gluten-free. Um, you can find labels that are, but this it sounds like a good alternative for that. Nice, Yeah, B. it's great. Big feature, big feature. So, B, I'm going to follow on from you with mine, as I've also got a feature this week. So over the weekend, I was recipe testing this chocolate chip recipe that I 
had put together a while ago and then I've just been tweaking, trying to make right. And I finalized the recipe over the weekend and I'm about to put it up before this podcast goes live. I'm going to have it up. So my feature is a chocolate chip recipe that I'm going to put on the obviously good website. So keep your eyes peeled. I am so excited. Oh my gosh. So you're not even going to go into it. It's a surprise. No, (laughs) I can't. I can definitely go into it. It's um, just a really, really basic recipe. It's super easy, but the the kicker is it's got burnt butter. So for those Mm. who don't know anything about butter, maybe is all what you need to do to get burnt butter pop butter in a pan, cook it for way too long till it starts to smell nutty. And it just totally changes the game. I'm all about it. And I'm all about it in baking as well. So you'll see that in my recipe. Hopefully you guys can jump on in. If you do decide to do the recipe, make sure you tag obviously good. We'd love to see the photos. I am so excited to see that. I actually forget that you are a professionally trained chef until you say stuff like tweaking my recipe. (laughs) What, bitch? I don't forget, Libby. Thanks, Bill. (laughs) Okay, this isn't a friend contest. Okay, Bella. Lucky last. What have you got for us this week? Okay, so guys, I've got two things. I can either go into into what I've been having as like a fun little lunch or dinner or I can go Mm -hmm. into my banana cooking. I want to hear about the banana cooking. I feel like you're in the quarantine stage of banana cooking. That's stunning. You have to go into that. Yeah, Yeah, we have to open up that word. So I'll explain why. I'm not much of a baker and the only reason this happened was because I went and I, at the start of quarantine, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to need to stock up on all this stuff and then, like. She was one of the hoarders. (laughs) You panic poured everything in Woolworths and now no one has flour. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't get too much. It was just bananas and they started to go a bit brown. So I was like, what am I going to do? You know, you got to do something. So I panicked and banana. True. That's why you're the food waste warrior, Bella. That is exactly right. They don't call me that for no reason. So talk us through the banana cake. Banana cake? Okay. So I say cake because we put them in like muffin tin, muffin. Yeah. Yeah. Muffin tins. Um, so they were a bit like, I'm going to go with saying they were actually not great. Oh, this has te- made a terrible turn. This yeah. is a fail. Yeah, maybe the bananas were just too far gone. Is that even a thing, Libby? No. The, the further the the further gone the banana is, the better they are for baking because they're so like because they they become more sweet. Right, okay. makes them more delicious. I really feel like this lacked sweetness somehow, and they were a bit Did just you like follow the recipe. Yeah, so I like to change things up. She's never been a stickler for the rules, the old bell. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I could just picture it now, Bella in her kitchen just like winging it. Bit of this, bit of that. Okay, Bell, but maybe what you should do is your task this week is you should try cook my recipe, my cookies, and show everyone, considering you're not much of a, you don't find yourself a handy cook, if you can cook my cookies, then we can put them up and say that they're foolproof. Sorry, I don't mean you're a fool. I kind of like that idea. Do you reckon you could film it for us as well? I could I could do that for you guys. I was going to say, someone has to film this. We can't, <laughs> this can't go unseen. All right, so c- coming to you next week is a film of Bella cooking my cookies. Sorry, but also, can we just go back a second? So what exactly was the issue with the banana cake? Honey, if I knew. Did it not set properly? No, it just didn't taste great. Oh, <laughs> like, so it, okay. like it cooked, it just didn't taste good. 
Oh yeah, no, like everything. Oh, you're thinking about that pudding thing, aren't you? No, I, I was, I was, I was anticipating you were going to say that the, the mixture was too wet, hence why it was a cake and yada yada yada. But you managed to get it done. So, is it an epic fail or is it a semi fail? I'm just going to say, I'm not even going to say semi. I'm just going to say fail. Yeah. Not epic, not semi, just in the middle. Like, didn't taste great. Very disappointing when you make something hard work and it tastes crap. It actually is quite earth-shattering. It really is. It happens to you all the time. Yeah, it does. Anyway, no, so I was just reminding back to a horrible moment that happened to me. Um, Well, my lovely foodie friends, if you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please tell a friend. Share the love. We're here during quarantine to give you some laughs and add a bit of light to the situation. So whatever you're listening to, um, whichever episode and on whatever device, or streaming platform, please leave a review. Um, as well as that, I will be posting the recipe on the website. So I did want to just give a shout out to the website. Make sure you check that out. We've got lots of links to different um, restaurants, different places that we that you're doing takeaway. You can also read a little bit about us if you want to get to know us better. Yeah. And if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.